In the name of the one who calls us into the fullness of life. Amen. Lazarus was not just any man. He was spoken of as a certain man, a man whom Jesus loved. Lazarus, Mary, and Martha were the three siblings of Bethany who were very close with Jesus, very close friends, perhaps somewhat of a surrogate family to him. So Lazarus's illness and death must have been quite significant to Jesus. There are a number of things that I notice in this story that Sarah just read to us from the Gospel of John. First is Jesus's complete lack of anxiety. Even though someone he loved was dying, and even though he could have rushed to his side and saved him, even though Jesus' disciples feared that the Jewish authorities were already out there trying to arrest him and kill him, and that walking over to Bethany would be quite dangerous, even though it seemed that so much was at stake, Jesus lacked anxiety. He lacked fear, and he stayed centered in God's presence. I notice he trusted God completely. I notice he was opening himself to be a vehicle through which others might experience God. I notice that he did not rush the process. I notice that when Jesus did go to Bethany, he waited some distance off to the place where Martha met him. And he met with Martha, and then with Mary, and spoke to them about what had happened. He was with them in their grief. And I noticed that he wept, not when he heard about Lazarus' death, but when he bore witness to Mary's grief. I noticed that as Jesus approached the tomb, it became increasingly clear how dead Lazarus was. In the Jewish tradition, it is said that it takes three days for the soul to leave the body. And Jesus showed up on the fourth day. Besides that, there was a stench. I noticed that Lazarus was quite positively and quite completely dead. And finally... I noticed something about us in this gospel. I noticed that when Jesus calls Lazarus, come out, my heartbeat quickens and something in me stirs and gets excited about us reading this today as we gather together to dream up ways to infuse more life and energy into our community to dream up ways to make this part of the body of Christ that we call Trinity Church stronger and more sustainable. Not to preserve an institution, but to continue to uphold a place where Christ can breathe life into us and into the world through us, here, together. Now, thank God... We are far from being quite positively and quite completely dead as Lazarus was. This is good news. In fact, Trinity is one of the more vibrant, 
faith communities I have ever seen. And yet, it is clear that something is still waiting to be called out in us, through us. It is clear that God is still looking for opportunities to breathe new life into us. And God does seem to be always seeking out ways to breathe life into creation. After forming us from the mud of the earth in Genesis, it is written that God breathed life into humanity. God breathed life back into a valley full of dry bones in the Ezekiel reading that we skipped today. But if you come back to the Easter vigil, you'll hear it then. God breathed life into baby after baby after baby throughout time until God breathed life into a baby who was God, who is life and is breath, Jesus. And now we see that Jesus extended the breath of life with abundance throughout his time on earth and does so even now. Except... Jesus' gift of abundant life is more than just breath. It is relationship, invitation, and direction. When Jesus speaks to us and we are brave enough to listen, amazing things happen. Remember all the times he told people to step into fuller life and they listened? Put down your nets and follow me. Take up your mat and go. Little girl, arise. Blind man, go and wash. Lazarus, come out. Jesus, speaking to those he encountered, speaks to me and makes me wonder what he is saying to us. How much closer... Can we listen? How much deeper can we go? Are we consumers of Sunday morning church services? Or are we friends, seekers, followers of Jesus Christ, asking him to come, to heal us, to weep with us, to call to us, to be with us, to empower us? In other words, are we the body of Christ in this world? If so, let us get on with it. If we are the body of Christ, let us say what we believe, pray like we know God is listening, feast with Jesus at this table, and then be sent out to do God's work, first in this place, where we are fortified to be a foundation for God's love, and then in ever-widening circles, so that the way is made clear For the breath of God to bring life everywhere, abundant life. For the voice of Christ calling to us to be heard everywhere. For the love of God to be known everywhere. We have work to do. I cannot imagine a better group of people to be doing this work. Amen.